0: Right. Well, hi everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast on mental health. Um, and we're creating this podcast especially for sound minds, and sound minds is happening this week, um, on the Thursday, uh, at real time. So we're going to look at the previous podcast, which was on rock and metal music. We're gonna have a roundup of the week's news, um, then we're gonna have our main segment on mental health, and I've got two young people to help me discuss our subject today and then once we've had a good discussion about it we'll tell you some of the notices and events and podcasts and other things to direct your attention to that Real Times um got on the online part and finally we'll have a wee outro and we'll tell you it's just about where to find Real Time um, via social media. First and foremost the last week's podcast was on rock and metal and some of the young people in that were telling us a wee bit about their favourite song. So, um Cami and Ailey, welcome to the podcast and um I suppose my first sort of question is have, have you guys got a, a favourite rock or metal song that you like and I know it's maybe not your usual genre of music that you would listen to, but is there a song that um, from that genre you use actually go that's quite a, that's quite a good song. So what about yourself, Ailey? I don't
1: really know to be honest.
0: Is there any you fav- better
1: queen rock? Yeah, yeah. Than any queen song.
0: You're a Queen fan then?
1: Yeah.
0: Excellent. And actually Queen were talked quite a lot. Um, in last week's podcast, which was quite good. So, um, one of the young people, Lyle, would um, really appreciate your comment there because he's a big Queen fan as well. What about yourself, Cammie?
2: Uh, Paul Will, like another Sandman or something.
0: Yep, for Metallica. Uh, nice one. And that, again, that was another another band that was well talked about in last week's podcast. So, um, one of the young people, Robbie, would be really happy with that as well because he was a big Metallica fan. <laughs> What about this week's news then? Have you guys got any interesting news topics that you would like to share with us, if I can come to you first, daily.
1: Um, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have donated their blood as a part of a study to see whether their antibodies can help develop a vaccine for coronavirus.
0: Interesting. Ah, that's yeah.
1: good. They were tested positive for it and... um. They've recovered and they've been told that they're immune to the virus now. And I guess they thought they were like, oh, we'll just donate our blood to help see if they can get a vaccine for it.
0: Interesting. And I wonder if they will. What do you, what do you think?
1: I hope they do. I don't want to be in London any longer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fair It is. fair tos. So any other news stories, Ellie?
1: Um, Elon Musk and Grace have had a baby, which their name I cannot pronounce, <laughs> but it's X. I think in a video he said like Air or something like that. Air X Air A twelve. That's the baby's name.
0: That's quite interesting, isn't it? Um, yep. And and you know. I I don't know if I would I would call my own child that that. Um it's definitely out there. It's definitely quite something different. Um but I suppose that's um typical of Elon Musk then.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Sounds like a like a code or like a, a model number. Probably is.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally. I know, I know. And what about yourself, Cam? You get any good news stories for us? Um
2: there was an owl that got rescued because it was too fat to fly. So they had to take it to a sanctuary and feed it on a diet and give it exercise so it can be skinny and fly again. Nice
0: one. (laughs) And do you know where that was?
2: Uh, It was in England. I think it said it was Northampton or something like that. Nice one. Ah. Uh, Sorry, Eastern, Eastern England.
0: Eastern England. And we'll move now on to um, our main segment this week on the podcast, which is talking about mental health. A lot of people um, create programs in that and discuss it. So I thought it would be a good opportunity for us to discuss it in this podcast. So I've got a couple of areas here that we've came up with. We would like you to use guys to help us discuss. So the first one is stigma. And what do you guys think when you hear that word? going on some of the work you've been doing for his cameo with the uh, the Avicii um, track you were working on is that he obviously passed at a young age and um, had maybe some poor mental health but a lot of the things is that um, young men in particular maybe struggle with mental health and it's maybe a, a stigma as a you know is something they worry about do you know what I mean the stigma around about it mm-hmm. Which, your thoughts on
2: that? Yeah, uh, I, I, agree. Like, that um, is something to worry about because there's too many people that like, taking their lives, and when they can turn to the other options, just talk to somebody and hopefully sort it out in that.
0: Yep. So, what's the, what other issues can you see from that?
2: Um, maybe like people need to stop judging people as much and like saying, or oh, you like if you like, if you get upset with this, you're a pussy, or you're not a man on that, like, people need to stop using words like that, because then people, it's just, like, shutting people down, they're, like, just, that's why people don't talk about stuff, because they feel, they'll get slagged if they talk about their feelings, if they're a guy. So it's, like, I would say it's harder for a guy like going through mental health, because like, they don't want to lose their reputation in not being a man, or like, whatever, because people's, like, slagging them, and like you no know, taking them serious or whatever so it's like I need something needs to be done about it in my opinion
0: no absolutely I mean that's that's a good point what what you're how do you feel around about that subject
1: um the same as like what cami said I think that men um tend to feel more embarrassed about talking about mental health because of the like the whole Um, the whole thing that people are like oh they should be manly and they shouldn't show emotion at all and that they're like considered weak if they show emotion which isn't true Um, so and because of that I feel like a lot of men don't talk about mental health and they think that suicide is the option Instead of
0: not talking to other people. So what's uh, what's what's some sort of possible solutions you can think of? Like you can maybe see that would that that can help that if it if it is quite a big issue. Do you know what I mean?
2: Uh, maybe have more support out there for people just like just to have somebody check up on people and just to just constantly let them know they're not like, by themselves they're not alone they've got people like behind them and stuff just like my like, I just I think you should just support your friends and if they are, if you feel like your friends ever down just always check on your friends just because you never know what somebody's going through so just check and see how they're doing cause it's, it's not going to hurt you it's just you, for all you know you could be saving a life so it's just, it's just worth checking on them minute.
0: absolutely no that's a good what but yourself Hayley we you think about that
1: um I was talking to Sammy earlier and she was saying that her mum helps with a charity and they have like a men's group that they just think of guys they just go and they speak about their mental health and I feel like a lot more of them would help because um, again just talking to anyone or talking about it is good. Um, and if they don't really, if like men don't really feel comfortable talking about it with women, then they can go to specifically men's groups for it, which yeah, that's I think good.
0: is good. No, totally. I think that is good. And I, and I think that sort of brings me on to my next my next question for you is around about the stigma is like, the, what about the, the engagement now in general for young people talking about it? Where do you think that is? And, and what's your thoughts around about that? so the, the engagement talking about mental health in, in young people
1: well like while I still think people can be embarrassed about it I feel like young people do talk about it a, a lot more than they used to because um, I would say like things online have helped definitely because young people tend to make more jokes about making like having mental health which i don't know if you should be joking about it but i guess that's their way of kind of coping with their mental health is to make jokes about it so a lot of people are talking about it like openly even though they're kind of like making like what's the word self-deprecating humor but they're still open about it i guess
0: Yep, so that's their sort of sort of coping mechanism then, yeah?
1: Yeah.
0: That's interesting, yeah, totally. But I was interested because you mentioned, obviously, about, you know, the the, the social stuff and the social media and that. So, um, and obviously, there is a heightened amount of communication now with text messaging and Snapchat and all of that. So, I think that was good that you looked at it from a positive, saying, you know, That's that does help, but what about the other side then? Do you still think there's an issue with it? it, it Sometimes is the problem as well.
2: I would say so because, for example, like there's been a lot more people like struggling with mental health as like since the lockdown because they can't just go out and get fresh air or see their friends as much. So, like people's, like, struggling, like, very much, because, like, that's how they usually cope with it. like, seeing their friends or, like, just keeping busy, but because they're so, like, drained inside all day and they're just, like, cooped up and they just feel like they're trapped and, like, they just, like, they need help, but they don't, they can't get help because, like, they're, they're like I said, they feel trapped.
0: Aye, absolutely. So... And and I, I suppose what I was saying, meaning as well, is like obviously with if online is the form of communication that sometimes is um, can be constraint. Would you agree? And in that like if you're out with your pals, you're you're not just picking up the words that they're they're saying to you, or whatever, but you're also taking into consideration their, you know, their um the their um the communication that comes off like their um their body in that, do you know what I mean? Aye. Uh, um so there's there's loads of different ways of communication whereas I obviously with a text it's just it's kind of fairly straightforward. Do you know what I mean?
2: Um. Uh, uh, like I think it's easier like for them to hide it like behind a text because they can't really see like their body lines or nothing. But like like if they could say they're fine in a text but really like they're not. So I find it difficult, like, to help, like, to help someone if they're saying they're fine, but like, they're not. But they don't want to say it, and like, they just want to keep it to themselves. I feel like people should be more open in a way, but like, I don't. I wouldn't like want to pressure somebody and tell me what's wrong with them because I don't want to like put pressure on their shoulders or nothing. Like, I, I'm I'll try to help, but like at the same time. Like, sometimes people just need that extra push to, like, just for them to, like, open up a bit.
0: No, absolutely, and I think that's what I was meaning, was that, that was the word I was looking for The you said there, coming yeah. body language, and obviously when you meet somebody and, like, person, there's there's so much more communication there rather than just the words because of the body language and, and that, do you know what I mean? Mm. So, so you're getting more information, whereas, like you were saying, in a text, it's hard to tell how someone's feeling. mm so no, that's that's great. What about yourself, really? What, what do you think round about that?
1: Um, like I agree with that, and I understand that. But I also understand the fact that there are some people that aren't comfortable talking about their mental health face to face with people, and they'd yep. rather do it over the phone. So it kind of just depends on the person. If it's easier for them, then they should just talk however they feel comfortable talking, whether that's yeah. over the phone or. On-
0: person and i think that's a great point you just made there it's it's finding what works for you isn't it Mm. so no that's good so that sort of brings me on to the next this next part here of our, our main subject mental health so support for young people so what from your experience as young people what what support do you feel there is Do you feel it's adequate enough? How is it in education? What's, you know, what's the options for young people? What's your own experiences? And we've talked about coping mechanisms as well. So can you tell us a wee bit what you think around about the support for young people when it comes to mental health?
1: Um, I think the fact that there are hotlines that people can, like, text and call is a really good thing. Yeah. I think that's a really good thing that they can do that because um like even if they're if they're fine talking but not to a family member then they can just call this person who um who's a professional and then they can help them which i think is good
0: Mm. Totally. And what about your what about yourself, Cammy? What's your experiences and what what support do you think there is for young people? Is it is there enough and um and I from your own experiences as well?
2: I think there is support out there, but I do think there, there should be like some like more support, just like like maybe like some more like plot lines and stuff out there, but like one way like i i, I cope with it, like like just feeling let like, down if I ever feel down i just always go on and i just like make a beat or something or like just something to do with music like music tends to like like help help like if i have, like if I'm down or something like I do listen to music and that usually like boosts my mood a bit so like uh I would recommend like listening to like your favorite music or something or your favorite artist or band or whatever.
0: Aye, so that's like that's a coping mechanism that you use then is, is is using music and things that keep you um like We're entertained active. uh inactive as well, yeah, totally. No, that's that's brilliant. So we've been joined by um Harley as well now. So thanks for joining us, Harley, in the program. What um what's your sort of uh, um, thoughts on that area support for young people when it comes to mental health?
3: There isn't enough.
0: There isn't enough. So you would like you would like to see more?
3: Yeah, for sure.
0: Cool stuff. All right, and um, where, in what areas would you like to you would like to see it?
3: Anywhere that it can be.
0: Yep. Is there anywhere in particular? Like, do you think um, enough's done in education through the schools or?
3: Oh needs- no. No. The schools do not um talk about it at all.
0: Yep. So they are a wee bit more needed down than the schools then
3: yeah for sure
0: cool stuff just moving on a wee bit then um i suppose that falls on nicely from what harley was saying this so what else does need done um so obviously harley you were saying more could be done within the school so um say like the schools were listening to this podcast what sort of things would you like to um to discuss that might give them you know some some ideas or what's what's some possible solutions there then if I can come to you um first daily in that
1: um don't disregard what young people are saying and like I speak from experience but I went to my school had um they had like a counselor and I went and literally after like the third session she was like oh you're fine you don't need to be here anymore right and she just completely disregarded everything I said and she didn't take in what I said and listen to me so if people could just do that then that would be great Yep
0: yeah, totally um, and I suppose there then it's a, do you think then there's a thing as well like with the schools the because of so many young people in schools as well that there's there's maybe not enough staff assigned to support with mental health then and that's why maybe you were like the person you were working with maybe rushed you a wee bit do you feel like that was maybe the case there or is it like um is it something else so I mean like is it, do you think there's enough staff that are like maybe adequately trained in the schools and that or is that something that maybe needs to get looked at?
2: Ah uh, definitely I think need more staff like who's actually trained to deal with that kind of stuff because, and another thing is that staff always say, oh, you can always come to me if you need to talk. But I think it should be the opposite. If you, if they feel that like someone's, like, feeling, like, down or whatever, I think they should be the one to approach the student. That might make them more comfortable because they don't want to, like, for example, like, say they were struggling with something, they did want to talk to the teacher, but they didn't want to go up and then, like, talk about it in class or nothing. Or, like, didn't want to, like, stay behind then people would be like Or, he's obviously got something, like, banging, like, something's gone wrong in there. And, like, if they say, oh, if you've got like, a lot you talk, just stay behind or whatever. So I think the teachers should be, like, trained more to, like, point it out, like, by telling, like, by their body language and stuff. And then, like, they can just catch them and, like, the time in their cell so they don't feel, like, embarrassed or
0: whatever. And that's quite an interesting point. And I think... Um, what I've kind of taken from that as well is that, um, obviously, in a school situation, you've got the classroom environment and that there's not a great deal of, you know, maybe time in the school day that, you know, the pupils and the staff have a sort of, you know, almost social aspect, if you know what I mean. Because it's always, for me, it was always very much like that at school as well, where it was like, they're the teacher, they're the person in the authority, they're the adult, and then I'm I'm the the kid, I'm the child. Whereas I think as I got sort of the the teachers that I had the best sort of social communication with, like you could talk to them a bit more, were the ones that I regarded as my favourite teachers and the best teachers and you got the most out of them. And maybe that's a part of, you know, the school life that could possibly change. Do you know uh, what I mean? What, what's your thoughts sort of round about that? If it was like, right, cool, we understand we need to get through this power of work, but there has to be some sort of, you know, social aspect to connect with mm-hmm. you know, adults and other people, um, and I think that might support the what you were saying, Cammy, about like then um, them being able to talk more openly with staff members and that. What's your, what's your thoughts on that, Harley?
3: Yeah, um, classroom environments are awful for me but that's just because of me, like, I'm not very good at sitting still, I'm not very good at, you know, talking in groups, I'm not very good at any of that stuff. Um, So, I don't know, What like classroom environments for me are just awful anyway. But, like, when teachers tell you to stay back or stay behind you, almost instantly feel as if you've done something wrong. Like, and I don't know if that's just me, but that's how I've always felt about when that happens.
0: No, absolutely, and that's a stereotypical into oh no, I've done something wrong, I'm getting that asked to stay behind. Whereas Or
3: someone will like heckle you and be like, like, you know, if someone like if someone comes in and tells you can you go and see the head teacher, like you'll be you'll get shouted and say, What have you done this time? Uh-huh. It's like so, what's the point?
0: Aye, so it's more maybe a way of communication then as well. It's just you know what I mean? It's how people convey the information. Um, and I think yeah. sort of following on from that as well then, but yourself, Ellie, what, how, what could you see um, as a, you know, things that could that could support it within the sort of school environment? Is that something you think it could be done through more social um, activities? Yeah,
1: I guess I think, and I mean, I know it's their job to teach people, but I, don't think teachers should put so much pressure on students because students get stressed so easily. So when a teacher like has high expectations of a specific student, they're going to get more stressed and they're going to feel so much worse. Or at least that was my experience at school.
0: Okay. So that's to do with sort of their academic stuff then? Yeah. And the stress on 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 that, um, and obviously that is that is that is paramount. That is really really important um, to to support them to be successful. Um, but what you're saying is there's maybe too much pressures put on from the staff or the teachers for for the pupils. Um, so what's a way then that could sort of support that? Do you think?
2: Maybe make it like more like fun in a way. So like. Every like Friday or something, just play like a game or something, just like keep everybody happy, so it's not just constant work, 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 work. Like just take a break sometimes, and like Ellie said, that teachers like give you too much stuff and it does build stress. To be fair though, like the teachers probably has just as much stress, like marking everything and, time and stuff and having, like set everything up for the class, so that's probably why they're not much as chilled because like their mental health is affected as well because they need to get everything like prepared and stuff, so they're probably like stressed as well.
0: And that's that's an interesting, really interesting to hear you say that, do you know what I mean? And um, I think that's that's totally right as well, yeah. Like a, a lot of the time we're focusing on the pupils and that, but I, of course, staff always need support as well. Um. So I no absolutely and I think um it is obviously a difficult job to do teaching I, I would assume, do you know what I mean? Um so I suppose in a way then it's like a it's almost like it's got a knock on effect then. So it's where it's then like a case of well where where can we? Where would you start? Do you know what I mean? Would you would just start with the teachers and support them so then they can support the young people or do you do it at the same time, or do you start with the young people and then hopefully that supports the teachers in a back in a sort of roundabout way? Um, what's your thoughts on that? I, I suppose I'm trying to just think of so many different ways approaching it. There, what, what ways would use? Could you see it? Um, like, I think there should be like, like I, I don't think
2: like, see like the people that they like the people help pupils for their mental health. I think that should I don't think that should be just for people. I think that should be for staff as well. So like just like just just like bringing stuff in for staff and the pupils. So just for anybody really who needs it. So it's there. And like Well in my scene there
3: already is that stuff that just doesn't exist for pupils at all.
0: All right. So so just what I was thinking with what Camu was saying was that 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 almost sounded like you could do the thing that the the young people and the staff sort of were at this like you were mentioning obviously there's 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 support for ex-people and there's a support for the staff, but I imagine there was one that was like for both. Um that would be quite universal and quite quite nice as well, maybe. And and do you think that would increase engagement from young people and staff, maybe, and if it was that sort of um approach? Oh, for sure. So it's like there's a there's a shared approach between the, the young people and and the staff and the teachers at the school. So, what was it you were going to mention, M. Harley? There as well about how how it's approached.
3: Um, so, in our school, there already is a support for staff and stuff like that. Some staff in our school, um, in particular, uh, work three days a week, and then the other two days um, they work as mediators and stuff like that. Um. So they've also got support, which some of them then pass on to other members of the staff, right? So basically, every single person that still has, like, um, someone they can go and talk to about their mental health and stuff. But then, when it comes to pupils, there's no counselors, there's no um, there's none of that, which is really kind of odd. So the staff got
0: the support, but the pupils don't. Yeah. Oh, that's quite interesting. So what would you like to see in that instance then? What's what could be a possible solution?
3: I don't know, one counselor, maybe. But just one someone
1: properly trained counsellor?
3: Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, so someone that's been properly trained and and they're the go to person. And then I suppose like they could be, you know, like all the staff and the the pupils would know their, like that's their specific job. Yeah. Yeah. So that um you can you can approach them. Um and I've sort of seen that I suppose in in sort of days gone by with, with schools, particularly Catholic schools, it was like there was the, the priest or the school chaplain or whatever you used to get um and you could go and talk to them, but I know that even that is has got stigma attached to it as well, do you know what I mean? So maybe you're right, it's like a, a specific person's job. And I'm sure, like some schools, like you were saying, have got it, um, but it's maybe making that a lot more aware in the schools. Would you agree then that people can can understand it better. But that that's that person's role. I agree. So we hope you've enjoyed um, this podcast on mental health, and I'd like to thank um, Cami, Ailey and Harley for. Being involved in it, so thanks very much, guys. And remember, we've got the Sound Minds event on Thursday at four pm. You can get everything that's been happening weekly, real time, in the weekly newsletter. It gets emailed out on a Friday, and you can find us as usual online on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And um, we will see you at the next one. Okay, so say cheerio, guys.
2: Cheers.
3: Bye. 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 Catch cheerio. you. Have fun.